Hello. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome. All right. This is Amanda Dawn with Rock On. We're doing another episode, podcast episode. I have Tony Rodriguez, um, also known as Tattoo Tony. He is the bass player for Broken Pass and the owner of Under My Skin Tattoo Studios. How are you doing? Um, doing as good as I can be, I guess. Yes. Um, just want to welcome you. Thank you so much. Um, tell us a little bit about what's going on um, with you. I, I kind of want to jump right into the coronavirus, and then we can talk about the band and the studio in a little bit. Um, how, how are you handling the coronavirus, and how does this uh, change your life? Well, honestly, the whole thing sucks. To be, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I've uh, you know, I've been in I've, I've been in the industry that I worked for the last thirty five years, and uh, it just everything has just come to a screeching halt. You know, just like a lot of other people's lives, um, right. you know, just everything has just stopped. Yes, it's yeah. it's a very difficult, very trying time. And uh, so, what are, what are you doing um, to try to remain um, calm and patient? And with the situation at hand. Yeah, you're breaking up on me a little bit there. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, um, what are you doing to remain calm? And well, I mean, I've, I'm a workaholic, so you know, it's, just because the outside world has stopped doesn't mean my world has stopped. The way my uh, I have I've structured my life, I have a, a you know a decent sized studio, and I live above my studio, so. I still continue my work. I might not be tattooing, but I'm still keeping myself busy. I have a, you know, I have another small company on the side that I do stickers and t-shirts and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm still continuously keeping myself busy, but it's not, not what I'm used to, you know? Right. Yes, absolutely. You know, I'm used to, I'm used to, you know, my day starting at tattooing at 10 o'clock in the morning and tattooing till 10, sometimes one o'clock in the morning, you know, not uh, you know, and then, you know, with everything that's, that's going on, um, as far as, uh, you know, like they say, there's help out there and they say there's this and that. I mean, they, sh they shut me down March 17th. Um, wow. And, uh, you know, there's it's it's you're you know, you're you're filling out applications and, you know, uh, trying to listen to what they say. Like, I don't watch the news. I don't feed into all that stuff. I I. Uh, like I said I kind of just go about my day. I mean, I, I, I catch dribs and drabs and, you know, I know the things that are supposed to be filled out, you know, my accountants pointed me in a bunch, a uh, bunch of different directions and friends and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a big rat race to try to get anything. Right. It, it really is. You know, that is sad, you know, like I, you know, I, uh, you know, I own my business. I'm, I'm all about the business end of, of things. And, I pay myself as an employee to, you know, from my business, you know, and I, you know, I pay myself pretty well. Um, and I like, I just got denied for unemployment and it's like, you know, they're, they're telling you to go apply for unemployment and, and they're saying, Oh, you'll get unemployment. But you know, the, I spoke to somebody just the other day about from the unemployment office and they're like, yeah, well they, they have a process in the way they do things. It's not just going to happen because they say it's going to happen, you know, especially me being a business owner, even though paying myself, uh, you know, they denied me and gave me a, an appeal hearing for June 30th. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do, do till June 30th? You know? Right. Wow. So it's, yeah. it's just, 
it is really crazy. There's a huge talk about it not being okay until July. Yeah, that's what that's and, that's what they're saying. And you know, yeah, and you know how it is. You hear things, and you know, uh, apparently this has been going on since way before March seventeenth. Um, yeah, you know, how, you know how you, people talk. You know, and it's like. You know, people are, yeah. you know, it started back in November. People were getting sick in November, upper respiratory infections, you know, the flu symptoms, the colds, the sweats, being laid <laughs> up, the cough, the whole nine yards. Yeah. You know, and this was going back in, in November, December. And like if, when you fill out, I don't, I, I don't know if you filled out any paperwork to try to get any type of help or anything. Um, but when you, when you fill out the paperwork, they ask you, you know, where were you in business by before February 15th? before all this stuff started happening and it makes you think it's like February 15th. Wait a minute. Right. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you've kind of backlog and then, it, you know, there, there, there's, they're not, there's a lot of things that aren't being told. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if it, it may take decades before the kids comes out. Yeah. That's right. I mean, everyone's trying to cover their ass right that's now. Right. That's right. Absolutely. You know, it's just, it's crazy because it's going to, I mean, our, the economy's tanking, you know, the small business owners, like they say, they're trying to help the small business owners and people in general. But there's, you know, like, again, there's there's the, the helps just you have to fight to try to get some kind of help. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah, it's it, crazy. It is really crazy. So uh, I saw a picture on Facebook of you tattooing a fake arm. Yeah. It was really cool. You're quite the artist. Well, again, you know that's that's me. You know, I go from, you know, I, I don't know if you saw, I did a, I did a live video today of me tattooing the fake arm, and you know, it's it's just it gets me kind of back into, you know, tattooing because I mean, generally that's my heart. I mean, 35 years I've I've been doing it, you know, and it's like, you know, I, I, was, I was tattooing before tattooing was cool, before it was on TV and all that stuff. You know, so I've been, right. you know, to have to have that yanked for me, it's like. It just kind of messes with you, you know. So I, you know, they sell mm -hmm. they sell this product called a pound of flesh, and I just picked up a couple of them, and it's at least I can, I can tattoo my, I can tattoo whatever I want. My client isn't saying anything, and they're not moving, you know. But right, right. But, but with me, with <laughs> me, it's you know, it's a, uh, it's you know, it's it's the talking, the conversation, the, um, you know, most people when they walk into my place, I mean, like you walk into my place, and it's it's kind of like a rock and roll hall of fame. You know, because the right. people I've tattooed over the years and, you know, celebrities and so on. I've got cases. I've, I've got cases with autographed guitars from people I've tattooed. And I mean, you know, wow. it's, it's an experience when you come in, when you come into my shop. Yeah. Speaking of celebrities, do you want to talk a little bit about um, the celebrities you've done work with? Oh, okay. I've worked with a couple of people. I mean, <laughs> um, like I worked for Brett Michaels for a number of years. Um, I, I did a bunch of TV shows with him and toured with him around, you know, around the world and, uh, got to learn a lot of stuff from him. And I, you know, I tattooed the guys from Leonard Skinner. Um, uh, let's see who else. Um, uh, let me think off the top of my head. Uh, you know, I'm good friends with, with Loretta Lynn, which today's actually her birthday, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, you know, I've worked with the guys from um, Twisted Sister, you know, for many times over the years, Overkill, um, Mark Tanillo from Accept. He's one of my dear customers. He's he's just a great guy. I don't know if you know Mark at all, um, but he's he's a New Jersey native. He comes in, you know, he comes in the shop all the time. I mean, I've got a pretty long list of 
people that I've, I've tattooed, professional wrestlers and uh, personalities and stuff like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I first met you. The first, I don't know if you knew this, but you were my first interview I ever interviewed. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. November will be two years when I first met oh, you. Oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember going to the um, Hernando County? For oh, of course. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Small yeah. world, right? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But yes, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, thank you. That was, that was really awesome. Then he was, um, so tell us a little bit about, um, Broken Past. Broken Past. I tell you, we, uh, we kind of got our own little, you know, our own little sound thing going on. You know, we, uh, we formed, uh, in, in my garage. And to this day, I have turned my garage into a, a complete recording studio. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's myself, uh, on bass. I have uh, Wayne White on lead guitar, and that kid's just incredible. I have, you know, Brian Stager on drums, and that kid is just, uh, he, he's locked in. And then, of course, I got Frank AC on, on, uh, on, on, you know, on vocals. And, you know, we've got a, a lot of people are saying that we're kind of like a, a mixture between Black's, uh, I'm sorry, um, Black Label and uh, Pantera, you know, kind of got like okay. that heavy, you know, nice, heavy uh metal sound you know nice metal jersey sound you know um right you know, but I'm, we've done nice. a couple videos we did a video uh actually last year today uh for our, our one of our first releases called time for change which is out on youtube um and on, on our okay. on our website and all that uh, and it kind of gives you a taste of where we're coming from but uh last year we signed with highball music out in maryland uh, with Bill Chavis and he's, you know, he's helped tremendously to get us out there more, um, you know, with distribution and stuff like that. You know, we we've released an EP, um, March of last year. Uh, and right now we're in the studio recording with, uh, John DeServio. Um, you know, who John DeServio is right. Um, sure. Okay. John DeServio is the bass player for black label society. Okay. So he, uh, he, you know, he's he's uh, doing recording our new uh, full length, and it's it's just a great experience to be able to work with him because I'll tell you, he's just uh, he's such a well-rounded musician to work with. I don't, I don't really know um, any like big people, like really famous people. Okay. Well, you know that the big famous people are are regular people. They, you know, they all put their pants pants on one leg at a time. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. They are, um, and so like the um, time for change. Um, I know it's uh, one of your songs. I think it was a. It's a very appropriate uh, song for what we're facing this time. Yeah, it's, it's you know, and it's all about the evolution of of life, uh, life and change, and you know, directions in life. You know, it's just, it's just that's what this song was geared around. And it's, uh, I mean, the video is pretty cool. We got a bunch of friends that came, a bunch of my our friends that came around to support us from the local music scene came in and, you know, and shot the video with us. And uh, I mean, it was really a good time. There's the songs, you know, it's from the heart. All, all of our music is, is something um, from, you know, from, from what, what we're doing or where we're at in our life or things that we've done over the years. So each one of our songs has, has a special meaning to each one of us, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, um, so going back to like the, the famous people, um, I, I don't know any famous people, um, but I do agree with you. Everyone is like normal people, 
that's why whenever I do talk to people who are like, you know, like I just interview pretty big people like um, from, you know, international bands and stuff like that. I, I'm just not one of those people who will like Google over individuals. Right. I, I, I must say that if I were to meet Leonardo DiCaprio, that may be a whole other story. Uh-huh, even but it, other than that, I'm pretty much grounded. I realize that they're an equal. Yeah, absolutely. Just have to- absolutely. Absolutely. You know what they're, you know, like a lot of the, a lot of the people that I've worked with over the years, you know, I've got to know them personally and stuff like that. And, you know, when you get to, to you know, you realize, like, I, I'm not a starstruck person, you know, yeah. I, I people, like I, I've worked with Donald Trump before. I mean, I'm on, I'm on six episodes of Celebrity Apprentice back when Brett Michaels was on Celebrity Apprentice. And, you know, it's just, they're all just regular people. You know, you just treat them like regular, you know, they're treat them like regular people. Everybody's the same, you know, you, you, you kind of get more respect that way because, a lot of celebrities, you know, that, 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 you know, people go running up to would be like, oh my God, it's, you know, such and such, you know, and it's like, they, they get all starry, but you know, that you gain more respect by just, just by saying, Hey, how are you? You know what I mean? And just leave it at that. Right. Yeah. 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 But, um, I don't know. I think people might be understanding because I'm bubbly, very social and hugging. And they might be, they might think I'm starstruck, but I'm really not. It's just my natural personality. So no. whatever it is, no. it is. Hey, you know what? You just got to enjoy your life. Absolutely. I totally agree. Absolutely. So moving forward, um, the the first time I interviewed you, you talked about like how you um, you love um, helping to help other people who are less fortunate. Okay. Um, I believe you have an organization. I do. I do. The name of our foundation is the Under My Skin for Life Foundation. Uh, yes. Okay. You can find us on, on all all sorts of social media website. Um, we do we do a lot of stuff with giving back to the community. Uh, you know, food drives. We do a big event every year called Tattooing for Autism. Uh, you know, which we started uh, nine years ago. We've raised over a hundred thousand dollars for um, autism research and development for the local autistic uh, transition school. Uh, it, you know, in the town where I live. You know, so we, we do a lot of giving back, helping doing stuff for vets and homeless. And I mean, just it goes it goes on and on. We don't ever stop. We've got I think right now we have 70 members or something like that right now, you know, of, of people that just donate their time uh, and, you know, and they want to do it for their greater good. You know, there's no no. Hey, look at me. Look at what I did. We're all in this together to right. help people, you know. Yes. And that was, um, I remember that. And that's just what, what brought me down probably to this fest because you had other gigs uh, or something. And you might as well just stop there because it was a Veterans Day um, event, that that, um, that concert when I first met right, you. Right, right, right. So, so um, the other thing is, is um, you know, um, you're a single dad. Um, what what is what's the journey of being a single dad, especially now? Well, I mean, being a single father for for me, honestly, is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, my my son um, taught me a side of me that that I never knew was there. I mean, there's there's a uh, a few years back when I was all over a bunch of TV shows. Um, they came and they they wanted to do a little spinoff show. Uh, with me being a single father, which it didn't pan out, but there's one line in the 
in the opening credits um uh and and it's and it speaks on about me being a single father you know it's 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 the greatest gift of life that i could ever have uh because he ray has shown me a side of me that i didn't know that uh that has existed you know because I've, I've had i've had a yeah. pretty messed up life you know I've, i'm a recovering drug addict um you know i've been on my own since i was 13 years old uh you know i've, I've lived on the streets and you know it hasn't been easy you know but since my son came into my world he changed my life and he's, he's given me that, that love and the heart that, that I've been missing all these years. You know, he's my, he's my ray of sunshine. I say it all the time. Right. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, all right. So what is the number one thing that uh, keeps you staying positive? My kid. During my kid. Yeah. My kid, my kid so. is my rock. Yeah, that's awesome. That's it's, really it's, awesome. I gotta, I gotta make sure that I get up and keep going because you know I have, I have my you know my son that I need to make sure is okay and protect him, from you know just mm -hmm. like any parent you know protect them from the bad and give them that what you didn't have, you know exactly. And, and you know my exactly. anybody that knows me, I mean, you see it all over my page. My kid is my world. Okay, very good. Yes, I do. It's really. Yeah, you know, he definitely changed my life for the better. Yeah, they have a a way of doing that. They bring out um, they bring you bring out the the, the softer side to it, and Absolutely, will definitely open your eyes. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So, um, who, who um, was your influence growing up? Who's what? Musical. Who was your influence growing up, music-wise? Uh, music-wise, oh geez, I mean, I, you know, I grew up on Wasp, Motley Crue, um, Dio, uh, Heart, believe it or not, Survivor, um, Foreigner, you know, uh, Bad Company, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Metallica, uh, believe it or not, BB King. I love BB King, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm. I have a wide range of stuff that I grew up on. Awesome. Stevie Ray cool. too. Gotta love Stevie Ray, you know. Yes, it's great. It's very great. What's um? How are you and the band um keeping the band going during this time? Oh, we're still time? writing. Yeah, we got awesome. uh, me. You know, um. You know, we're, we're in the studio at least once a week, sometimes twice a week since all this stuff has happened, gone down. Uh, we're writing new songs. Um, I think we're five or six songs into the new full length. So, I mean, we're a little over half, halfway there. Um, you know, so, I mean, okay. it's, it's, I mean, we're musicians. We got a vent. Yes, absolutely. It's awesome. Are you guys doing any streaming um, shows? Yeah, or well, we, we've, we've, we've been messing around a little bit with doing the streaming shows. Uh, but, you know, our okay. our singer lives a little bit farther away. So, you know, he's having to take care of his family and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, it's been like me and me and Wayne and Brian, uh, you know, just going on jamming, just having fun, sing, you know, singing a couple songs and just trying to entertain the people that are locked down because, I mean, some... I mean, some people are scared to even leave their house anymore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, 
what would you say to encourage fellow musicians? What's that? What would you say to encourage fellow musicians? Uh, you know, as long as you, as long as you have that burning desire in your heart, you can accomplish anything. You're gonna go through good yeah. times, bad times. You know, especially like when you're writing stuff. You know, you're gonna you're gonna play something. You're gonna be like, ah, I don't like it. But you'll be surprised that person, the person that listens to it, will be like, holy cow, did you hear that? You know, don't ever let that fire go out. Once you let that fire go out, you're done. You know, and you keep that fire going. You'll always play. You'll always keep fighting for what you want in life. Right. And Absolutely. music's always a great escape too. You know, because you're. No matter what, you could be in a bad mood and you can go down and you go play. It's just it's a great way to express yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, anyone who wants to check you out um, and maybe even buy some of your uh, your stickers and your, your items. You said that you have an online business. I do. I have. Um, it's all linked through my tattoo studio. Um, you can go to Under My Skin. And then T is in Tony, A is in Anthony, T is in Tony, the number two. So it'll be under my skin, tat2.com. And you can see, you can see, you know, my shop and everything that we have to offer as far as that goes. Um, as far as the band, uh, you could go to our website there. It's brokenpastnj.com. And it's updated regularly and uh, you know, there's some good articles and some stuff that we've done over the years. You can follow our story and check out some of the music we play. That's really awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and today. Time. Um, I, I lost you. What'd you say? I said uh, I just want to say thank you um, for being a guest. And uh, Allison, I thank you. I appreciate you having me. Be safe out there, huh? Right, yeah, you. you too, sir. Bye-bye. You're welcome. All right, rock on with the minute on, you guys. Bye. All right, rock on with Amanda Dawn. This is Amanda Dawn. We're doing an interview with the Street Cats, and tonight I'm going to spice it up a little bit with Ashley Alexandria interviewing them, and then she'll bring it back to me. All right, um, I'm Ashley. Um, thank you to anybody who tunes in. Uh, this, again, this is a Rock On with Amanda Dawn and an interview with Street Cats. So for the first question, um, I, I guess I would just like to kind of hear about, because I personally uh, know you guys and you're all cool as shit. Um, how did you guys kind of form this into a project all together? How did the pieces kind of fall into place? Years back, but you know, I never really caught on with uh, with, with, with anything until uh, I got introduced to Brian, our guitarist. You know, and from there, me and him spent like what probably about six six months or something like that together. And then like, and then we added uh, Josh and Steve, like pretty much right yeah, after. Yeah, right? we we started. The two of us started. He came up with the name, and I found out from my Facebook he was looking to do like a punk punk rock job, a punk rock project. I mean, of uh, yeah, cover songs of punk rock. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. All right. And um, I was playing, still am, uh, currently playing with the cover dog, cover band Hair of the Dog. And that's where um, I met him through Hair of the Dog, playing at a gig at Phantoms back in, what, 2018? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, 
So what we did was we started out and we did some acoustics and we did a show just playing acoustics yeah, in Lakeland. And then eventually how Josh and Steve came along was we did stagehand at Ferg's in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. And I met Josh there. He had to, oh, for one of those uh, shows. And then Steve came. I met Steve through Ty. He was, um, he was there to see the show. He says he's playing. He plays drums. He's interested in playing in a band. I was like, okay. Uh, Josh, he he says he picked up bass before but didn't play it. And Ty suggested, you know, pick hey, up man. the bass again and try it. Yeah. And, and so that's how the yeah. That's how that's how it pretty much started. You know, um, yeah. I've known Steve for yeah. How many years now, Steve? Probably like, too long. Yeah, way too long, right? A few years now. Yeah, but uh, he was in a, he was in American Greed. He was a drummer for American Greed, and I think you are you still playing with Eddie? Uh, uh, wind yeah, songs, whatever the hell. Not really, no, not really. Not really playing All right. Songs. <clears throat> anyway, you know, so you know, um, it's really impressive. I'm really, I want to point this out, right? Uh, Josh uh, Possum, our bass player, oh! right? Uh, this this nifty little Asian fucker, you know, uh, he picked up the fucking bass, Crazy. right? And and, and uh, he, he just went to town with it. We gave him, me and Brian. Uh, came up with two songs for him that we're we're, we're greatly influenced by Rancid and uh, Lars Fredrickson, the Bastards, All right? So we gave him two Rancid songs, Olympia and uh, what a Ruby Soho, yeah, right? Yeah, and uh, he picked that up probably what two three weeks, I want to say, when he was start started playing it more fluently, something like yeah. that. And then he Finally just got, got better and better and better. Now he's playing shit like leftover crack. <laughs> Yeah, you know? which we played with. We just played with them last weekend. You know, at a virtual show. That's awesome. You know? <laughs> like uh, our first gig um, was with Black Flag. Yeah, for our first gig that we actually played as a band together was uh, as a full band was uh, the Black Flag show. Down I saw you guys at that one. Yes, you yeah, were yeah, 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 there. Yeah. Yeah. started that show. Yes, yeah. acoustic started it. Yeah. What um since since I know you guys have all been um um uh, with with the exception of Josh, which by the way. Fucking kick ass, kick ass! You're doing awesome. Um, but you, you guys um, have all been playing music and, di- and in different bands and projects for a, a long time. Is there anything about this particular project um, that stands out to you and different from, like, as far as experience and stuff goes? I want to say the originality of it. You know, yeah, I want to say really the, the, the originality of the whole thing. You know. Um, Brian, he he's been in several bands. So is Steve, but Brian, he, he he comes up with a lot of content for us, you know. And I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that, you know. And like he'll write it, and then like we'll test it out. Hey, do you want to sing it, or do you want to sing it, you know? And typically, like we're kind of like even even share, you know. Yeah, I'm the front man, but you know he's he's right there next to me, man. Yeah, when I was in New Jersey, uh, from. Boo. We were in the miscreant. <laughs> Don't like New Jersey, okay? But I was with a, the, a band. We started the same way. We started with uh, 80s punk covers. The bass player I met through college. Huge Misfits fan. And we did these uh, Misfits covers. Uh, Clash, Fuck the Law version. Uh, Sex Pistols, Ramones. And I had songs I wrote back in high school. I wanted to give to them. And um, so we did some of that. Unfortunately, um, it just didn't work out after three years of playing with them. It was a good run, but uh, 
Uh, we did originals with them, the ones I wrote, and now we're doing some of them that I had ideas of with Miscreants. We're doing it now. So I didn't think I'd ever have an opportunity again that I'd be doing this again of uh, playing songs I wrote. Um, and it's nice that it came up again to uh, do this, you know, do this, play this again, stuff I wrote. I think uh, it's, it's really nice. cool. Yeah. I think uh, from the originals that I have heard, um, there's definitely a lot of material there that I did quite a bit. Um, when it comes to writing, like that, uh, what you guys are, are writing, is there like a particular kind of influence that you see it come, like as far as what you want to talk about and stuff like that, that you see it coming as like the main kind of influence or is it kind of just whatever comes at that point in time? Really, there's, uh, there's, been, a, there's been a structure like, you know, we've, we've hit uh, a few different topics, you know, that pretty much is what inspires us, you know. Um, with Brian, he, he, he writes, he writes some really cool material that he can explain to you, but what, you know, the way I write my material, it's mostly from my past, you know, like the, the feelings of like depression and sadness and, you know, anger and happy and all other, you know, all, all the emotions, I go through it all, you know, but then, um, that's pretty much how I write my stuff and how I feel on, you know, a certain topic that day, you know, and it goes from, it goes from that day back in my past, you know, so that's how, that's how I normally do it. Brian, how do you write something? Um, usually, I mean, yeah, I'll take an idea of a song I like that I hear from another band, another artist I like, um, and I come up with something, um, that sounds good on guitar and, uh, try to put the words on paper and try to fit it in that way. And it's, it's, a, it's like a journal too, to me, it's about, you know, what goes on through my mind, my life, how I feel, um, and I, I, I go I, I go that way with it. Um, I don't really want to tell people uh, like you know who it's who who you know who it's influenced by. You know, figure that out for yourselves. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. I don't want to you know give that away. You can figure that out. Like, who does that sound like? Or to you, like, who does that sound you like? And, yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's uh, words first and then the music, or sometimes it's just words, ideas first, and then putting the, the chords in there and such. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot of it. Um, yeah, a lot of it. I was I was doing it when I was younger, um, taking guitar lessons and in high school, and I was that's when I started writing songs. And then eventually I start getting better at guitar than my guitar instructor. And then he said, told me, yeah, you don't need any more lessons with bass. Stop, stop going. Because <laughs> I, I play too much after school. I just play hours every day and figure out, you know, come up with some new songs. Or, uh, yeah. That's fucking dedication, though. That's what, that's what that shit takes. And uh, I, I have well, one more question, and then I'm going to pass the mic over to Amanda. Um, this would be especially within what we're going through right now, which is definitely affecting a hell of a lot of musicians, but I feel like this could go in general anyways. Um, what would you tell a musician, young, old, doesn't matter, that's just first starting and really wants to create a project or a band? What words of advice would you have for them? Don't fucking give up. If you have this dream, make it a goal, you know, and that this goal then becomes reality. And, and, and as long as you put forth the effort 
you're going to make something of yourself. Whether it be small town local heroes or whether it be big national or multinational event, you know, for me, you know, I've always thought of, I've always had that in my head. You know, it was, it's been my, my, probably my biggest dream, you know, to actually be a part of something like this and make something of myself with this music, you know, and now years later, <laughs> I think I'm like 10 years too late, but anyway, it's better than nothing. You know, I mean, I'm 34, you know, there's no time right now just to, just to kick it off, you know, and we have, and holy shit, it, it's, work, it's working out really well. We've gotten a lot of great responses from that, you know. So that's what I would tell any musician that's starting out, you know, young, old, doesn't matter. Like I said, I'm 34, you know. Brian, you, you're, you're 34, you know. I, I think yeah. Possum's a young one in the group, 22, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Steve, he's the old man, fucking 40, 42, 43, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so like we're just we're just starting out. So really, really, put your heart into it, you know, and and then don't be surprised if you know you don't get a lot of a lot of heat when you first start out, okay? But yeah, exactly. Don't give up. My advice uh, to a new one would be the same as an experienced uh, musician. Do it, do it for yourself. Don't do it for other people. Just you know, do it. Keep your do it as long as you enjoy it. Um, makes you happy. Um, don't do it for anybody else. And if anything, do um, it for anarchy. I'm gonna again. Uh, I'm Ashley with uh, uh, Rock on Amanda Dawn, and I'm going to pass the mic over to you, your beautiful fucking host Amanda right now. Fuck Amanda. Amanda Yes. Thank you. Ashley, I love you. You're awesome. Oh my God. Ashley is such an awesome individual. She's an inspiration. So thank you. Anyhow, moving forward with this interview, um, I want to um, ask Steve and Possum some questions. Uh oh. <laughs> you guys haven't really been talking. Warning, warning, they're unpredictable. Uh, dude, you're so talented. Here, breathe on it. All right, breathe on it. I'll stay. Keep yeah. my six feet from the, the microphone. I'm going to go full guy on everybody. <laughs> cool, cool. Watch out for the All right, um, so my question for you, Steve, is um, tell us a little bit about who you are, and um, obviously you play drums in the Street Cats, but um, tell us a little bit more about, like, who you are. Okay, so uh, I was... Uh, Born in uh, Long Island, New York, when I was uh, back in uh, the 70s. But uh, yeah, but now growing up, you know, always had the dream playing music. Um, like everybody else in this room, got into a lot of the <clears throat> bands growing up. Was introduced as a young kid to all the classics, Black Sabbath, The Doors, all the classic bands. And then in the um, <clears throat> 80s, went through the glam metal, uh, Molly Crew, Guns N' Roses, 90s, Nirvana. Totally, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and, um, just have a love and passion for music and just, just jam as hard as I can, you know. And uh, I like to jam with some talented guys, so these guys, uh, they're up to par. We're getting there, so uh, we're excited. That's awesome. Possum, you're the new, you're the new newbie. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Thank you. Um, so what's your favorite part about being part of this um, establishment, so the this band? Um... I've, I've always wanted to play music. Um, growing up, uh, when I was in high school, all, we all loved music. 
all my, me and my friends. Um, and uh, my, my friends I hung out with, they started a band and I used to hang out with them during band practice or rehearsal. And uh, I mean, we, it wasn't, you know, just what we play now. It's, we, we listened to everything. We would, we would smoke weed and we would go from uh, Wu-Tang Clan to Slayer and someone would be like, hey, have you heard of this Nirvana song? And I was like, hey, you know, uh, I like Jimi Hendrix, The Doors, and then someone would switch to Alice in Chains. And, I love The Doors. Yeah, and we, we, doors. we listened to yes. everything and that, and that was just, that, it just stuck. That's and awesome. never left. That's awesome. Um, uh, why, why do you do what you do? Um, I, I, I play bass. Um, well, I, I like playing music because I, I've always wanted to be an artist and I, I used to, I used to try to, uh, I used to do painting and a little bit of drawing and I was never really good at it. And yeah, and I never really, I, I had a hard time bringing my ideas out, uh, visually. And I, it, it was, it was kind of similar with music, which is why like growing up, I never really stuck with playing instruments. I, I know some of the guys said I played bass or guitar here and there, but I didn't, I didn't even bother looking up how to play half the time. I just, oh, that's that sound I made sounded cool. Let's try to roll with it. And it was a, it was a terrible way to play an instrument, which is why I never stuck with it. Um, I was never really serious about it. Uh, but I am now. Um, I'm sorry, I zoned out. What was the question? That's why he's the main What's your favorite song that you guys have created together in the Street Cats? Road Original? Um, yeah, um, probably the first original that we did. No way. I don't know. Just have fun with it. It's just fun to play it with the guys. and just It's just always fun to play it. I don't know. It never seems to get stale when we play that one. What, what, song, was, what song is it? Um, no Way. Yeah, we could play it later. We haven't played it yet today. Um, I don't. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, you know, like Ty sings it. You know, it's like a. It's like an offspring sound to it. You know, it's got. It's. It's not. It's have. It's not too heavy, but it's. Uh, it's. It's simple and it's got energy. Yeah, and it's sort of catchy, like Offspring. So. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, it's my favorite solo right now to play too. Oh my god, play it. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Ty, I have a question for you. Why, why, uh, why punk? Why not metal? And and not only why punk, but why it's like it's more. Aren't you known for more as like original punk, like eighties punk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I uh. I started out actually when I was very very young. My mom, uh, she would always play country. I would always sing along to whatever song she had on the radio because 
I learned it, you know, and just through the years, I kept going, you know, um, and then I think when I was like, oh, I don't know, 10, my stepdad at the time, my, my young, my, my middle brother's, uh, uh, father, he was, he was military, right, um, he, he gave me a boombox and a Metallica blackout, right, I, and that's when the first time I really heard, you know, that, that, that guitar riff and the drum beats and the, and the bass like that, I'm like, holy fucking shit, Right, and then like when I was thirteen, right, uh, my my aunt she took she took me, she took me to a concert up in Michigan, right, and that was like pretty much like Lollapalooza, you know, a bunch of famous bands like Corn and and uh, Deftones, you know, the the, the the bunch of fucking like new age you know rock bands, you know, we're all crammed together in one set in one setting in one day, and it was it was fucking huge. I loved it, right, but I had to be thirteen to go, so thank God I was, but you know, so that got me moving even further, right? And then, you know, um, really not ashamed to admit, I started listening to ICP, you know, and I, you know, say what you do. You what? know, I, yeah. I, I, I love that, man. You know, that's just, I got heavy in the, I got heavy in the hip hop and rap and all that shit, you know, when I, when I was probably in my teenager years, you know, because I, 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 you all do a lot of depressing shit back then, you know, and then I picked up an acoustic guitar when I was like 15, you know, and uh, from there, I didn't really learn how to play, it's just, uh, I, I like Josh, you know, it, it just, hey, man, this sounded good. I played along to the songs, you know, and from that point forward, you know, I, I uh, think it was in my mid-20s, yeah, somewhere around the mid-20s, I, I wound up actually getting into the music scene, you know, I started booking shows and started helping punk bands and, you know, um, I worked with a, with a pretty, uh, with a few very well-known punk bands around this area anyway. You know, and then something stupid happened, you know, I, I distanced myself from them, you know, and I was like, you know what, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to have a band, you know, and really, it didn't really go on one direction. It wasn't really set on one direction. I mean, yeah, you know, it, I would love to have that, that, that hardcore old school, you know, uh, punk band. That would fucking be awesome. But, you know, we, we, uh, we, well, this band, you know, it's, uh, not just punk. You know, it's punk influenced, yeah, but you know, it's pretty much rock and roll, man. You know what we do. You know, and it's it it got all forms of you know music in it. You know, so that's what that's what I would say. You know, to, to anyone that wanted me to you know explain you know why punk. Well, it's not just punk. It's it's a little bit of everything. You know, so you know that's how I feel about that. So, uh, what's your next big um, big adventure with the band? Virtual, Next big show. adventure. Punk show. Yeah, we are. We, 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 we last last, last week. Yeah, last week we were on we were on the second virtual punk rock show. Now has the coronavirus affected you guys in any way? Oh yeah. Of course. Did you guys have gigs that you had to cancel? Oh yeah. No, no. We we were set. We had like five or six, and they all got canceled. Yeah, we were supposed to play at Verona again in April. Into April, we were headlining too, I believe.
Yeah, he's on. He's only on his time. You know. So how can how can you get more views and more likes and follows on social media? Because social media is a great platform for all bands. And uh, what platforms are you currently on? Facebook. Meaning social. Facebook. Facebook. Instagram. Yeah. The street well, yeah, through, through, my, through, through my through my page, yeah. I didn't know you were on Instagram. The street cats. Yeah, uh, we're at uh, on Facebook. We're at um, at the street cats official. So uh, that, that, that's uh, our Facebook, you know, tag. Yeah. Or just look up the street cats, and it'll come up with our logo, and there it is. Click on it. Bam, follow. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, uh, it, it's. The, the help of the community at large, you know, helping helping out. To, uh, hey, yo, we posted a video of these guys. These guys kick ass and call the street cats, you know? And from there, you know, more fans will evolve. And then, you know, I've also, I also know a lot of people. Like, a lot of people, you know? So, you know, you I know a lot of people. I do know a lot of people, man. Name one. Shit, huh? Name one. Bob Notches. <laughs> Uh, you know who he yeah. is? No. Do you, do you, do you Bob Notches. Bob Notches is the singer for Pink Pen. Hey, I love Pigpen. Oh my god, <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, a few times we played Yeah, good band. Yeah, really good band. I'm terrible with names, that's why I can't learn to listen to you. Actually, Ty, the first time I met you, we were at the, um, what was that bar called out in Tampa? They were playing there. Yep, the Pegasus Lounge. Yeah, there you go. Yep. It was actually um, it oh, was somebody's Amanda. birthday party. It was um, Amanda Puccini's. Birthday party. Uh, she's a she's a bartender for. The, she's a badass. I like her a lot. She's good, pretty cute too. <laughs> I want to ask a question. Oh boy. So so I know why 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 Ty and Brian started the band. I want to know why Steve joined. I want to hear what he has to say about it. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Well, why join the band? Uh, Brian paid me. <laughs> See, no, nobody knew that, but he, he's like, dude, I was like, I need some gas money. He's like, here's 20 bucks, me and my band. <laughs> no, no, really. Actually, it was funny because I, I was actually in between bands. Um, so I was with American Greed, and as you said, we're jammed with the Fairwinds. Did that for about a year and a half, two years. Uh, basically, it was the, um, uh, you know, cover band, you know, play a couple hundred bucks a gig, make money, support yourself. Cool. Um, but it, it really wasn't gratifying or satisfying, you know, as a player. You know, I just always wanted to play harder, you know, faster, kind of like the stuff we do now. And uh, <clears throat> I was actually at a show oh with um, okay, yeah. Ty and Brian. They were, yeah, they, yeah, they were working. They were working backstage, and I saw Ty. I said, "Hey, Ty, come up." And um, we got to talking, and uh, he's like, "What's he up to?" I told him the story. He's like. You know, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a band, you know, if you know of anything. And he said, actually, we, we're starting a band, me and Brian. And so pretty much that's why I uh, said, all right, Ty called me up. We practiced a couple of times and uh, we clicked, man. Brian's awesome at guitar. Ty is an uh, awesome vocalist, passionate, has fucking energy. Josh is holding it down on the, the bass, just fucking thumping, dude, with that new bass amp. It's kicking ass, by the way. And, um... You know we're 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 ready to fucking take over. You know what I mean? We're gonna um you know play as uh as many songs as we could and just keep playing, playing, knock, knocking on doors and uh yeah, kicking ass. Cool. That's, that's, that's badass. That's, Thanks for that. That was a great question.
Man, you, you should you, you should interview. Yeah, yeah, you you uh, could actually do. Uh, you could be my sidekick. I would I would love to. <laughs> oh boy, I didn't really mean that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I already oh. have I already have my sidekick. I'm just joking. <laughs> she's she's my. Oh, oh, is it on? Yeah. Oh, so no, I wasn't handling. I was trying to oh, get those. Okay. Yes. No, it's all good. So um, there's um. Okay, so. Lastly, we got to ask the question, um, how can your fans help you build you up? Um, good question. Our fans could help us build us up by listening to our music, uh, engaging with our social medias, like you said, um, coming to the shows. Number one, I mean, you know what I mean? Now, Corona has put everything on fucking pause, which sucks. But, you know, we're, we're all doing what we can. So we've been jumping on some virtual shows. Um, and, you know, we're just, yeah, we're, we're just jamming with the, 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 the we're rolling with it. And, um, yeah, just check out, you know, the, the fan pages. Check out, uh, log into the virtual shows. You know, comment, like, ask us questions, engage with us. We'd love to hear from us. Our people, our fans, you know, people that want to check us out, you know, and that'll work out. Very awesome. I think you guys are on the right track and you're doing a great job. Thank very you. proud of you um, guys. I wanted to answer the question from earlier. You know, our next gig, um, <clears throat> well, we're actually, uh, I'm, I'm building one with public image, public image uh, at a studio, a studio down there in St. Pete on the, on the 16th of May. But before that, we have... Um, we have a virtual show, the third virtual punk rock show. Uh, well, we, again, we'll be playing with you know members from Days and Days and Leftover Crack. You know, so this is our second time playing with them. It's gonna be really cool. Um, it's called the third virtual punk rock show. Yeah, you can find it on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, uh, and so that's our next. That's our next thing that we're doing. We'll post awesome, it. awesome. And we will post it. Um, so I would like to give the. Uh, give the interview back to Ashley so she can close us out because um, I really respect and honor um, the fact that she's uh, doing this with me and uh, also um, she's just a really cool chick so anyhow here's um, Ashley hey um okay <laughs> uh I guess um hmm. I got a question, Josh. Josh, you asshole. Why did you join the band? Oh boy, Um, I don't like being called Um, why did I join the band? Uh, it's a, it's actually really weird. Um, because I I moved down to Florida for like a weird reason. Like I I used to live down here like like a while ago. And then I moved back up north. I'm from Ohio. Um, and I, uh, I moved back down here because I, I, like, I met this girl and, like, I really liked her. We were dating. So, like, uh, she didn't want to move up with me. So, I came back down here and it didn't work out. But, uh, you know, I, I woke up one day and I was just, like, I, I was, like, I just wanted to start a band. And I didn't even know, like, a, that there was, like, a scene or anything here. Like, I didn't, I actually didn't even really have any friends. I had a few friends, but they weren't, like, in, they weren't even into music. They didn't even, like, shows, gross. I don't want to go there, so I'm like, okay. So I, like, avoided it for a while, and one day I just, like, went. And, uh... Where'd you go? Run. 
I, yeah, I went to the Verona and I heard about it before, and they had, and mainly uh, I heard about it because they had this thing called Pickle Fest there. Yeah, that's where I got my handshake. Yeah, I, I heard <laughs> on that, that night. Pickle Fest got crazy, and like I like punk music, and so I was it's like, and I like metal music and and stuff. So I was like, okay, well I should check this place out. So I did, and I really liked it, and I started meeting some, like some friends around the area. And I was like, you know, I want to start a band. So I was like, I already knew that I wanted to play bass. And uh, I started asking around who has a bass that I could use or borrow or, or, or buy or whatever. And it took me a while. And I, and I met Ty because he was actually, uh, he booked a show and he was and he was working at the Verona. I forget who was playing. It was uh, this came with headline. This came public connection. Really? Was public in Really? They were. No, no, no. No, no, it, was, it, it, no it, it was a light night. It was a, it was a, it was a lighter alternative pop, pop, pop kind of rock night. Yeah. yeah. Was, this, this game was on the was I know, on the I know Black Clash was there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And, <laughs> and I, there was like some people that I haven't seen in a while. I wish they were. Anyway. Um, so he was, he was actually like, actually, we need a bass player. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, do you do you know how to play the bass? I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I, absolutely not. I've like, I've played it before, if that counts. Um, so then I met. Uh, he he like like Brian said, we uh, I roadied with them for like a show. It's actually Blue Oyster Cult. We roadied for them, and yeah, yeah, it was really cool. We uh, it was at Ferg's actually. And then, um, then, and then Ty was like, well, I like you, so I'm going to introduce you to the band. And so then I met Steve, and they were just like, uh, so do you play an instrument? I was like, I don't know, is, is Manny's an instrument? <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really play music at all. And so they gave me, like, some really easy songs, and then... We started with, yeah, yeah cover to, songs. Some cover songs to, to start out with. And I mean, I, I learned them, and it took me a while to, you know, I never played before. And then uh, I went over, uh, this was like December, I went over to visit my father, and then I got into like this really nasty car accident. And so there was a while that I didn't even think I was going to play, because I was in really bad shape, I, like there were days I just kept stand. pushing you! Um, yeah, then Ty, like, I don't know if you could hear him, he kept pushing me. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to give up. And then they, uh, we were patient too. Yeah, they were really patient too. And, uh, I don't know why, like, I stuck, they, they let me stick around because, like, I didn't, it was crazy. I didn't even play anything. But then, uh, they, like, like they said, they showed me Rancid and, uh, and I never even listened to Rancid before. They showed me a couple songs, but I don't even know when it. Um, I mean, we had enough time, you know, because we weren't planning. We weren't planning on playing any shows yet, anyway. That winter, well, we did, but for that first show, we we had enough time for uh, Josh to get ready with that set list for those what was it, eight or nine songs we played, seven covers, couple originals. Um, so by that time, you know, he was ready. He could handle that, you know, and then just. You kept on playing each day. Just that's what you got to do. You just play every day. I know you said. And then you eventually, you'll eventually come on, and eventually, you get along, go along, get better. Yeah. Well, 
What was I, that, Ashley? I know that you said um, that previously you had touched instruments, kind of fucked around with them and stuff, uh, but never really did it in the, the way that you're doing it now. Yeah. Has that given you like a, a different kind of appreciation for music in general? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've always wanted to... Uh... I've always wanted to play music. Actually, I, I joined my friend's band in high school when I was so terrible they kicked me out. Uh, there was no hard feelings because they were my best friends, but they're like, we're going to kick you out too. Oh, damn. <laughs> I can't go hear you say it. Fucking Steve. You know, it. I really wish that it, I, like being a young person, like, I mean, I'm still a young person, but being younger. Yeah. And, and join music. I wish I stuck with it because it would have helped me out a lot more now. But I mean, I'm just doing it now. So. Well, I've seen. I've seen. Uh, I think the last time I saw you guys play was actually no, it was a Verona. Yeah. But I was able to more like because I was stuck behind the bar that night. But I was able to like look at your, when you're playing and stuff. Um, the night before, which was at uh, Bootleggers. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you're doing some cool shit on the bass now, Thank like you. Yeah, for real, for real. So it's, it's and honestly, that's to to go from playing nothing to that. That's actually a very, a very quick, quick time to be doing so, that. Just just to to answer the question because it's kind of lingering. Now, I I really the reason I I joined the band is because I finally like, I don't really I you know because you know when you're young you know you're trying to figure out what you want to do. And I finally found so like you know what I want to stick with this and see where it goes. And really like what really makes this band is like all all of us have like a dream. All four of us have like a pretty similar passion for what we want. And you know sometimes we bicker or whatever. Who cares? But like you know we we've actually like considering like how long we've known each other and like we've accomplished a lot actually. And honestly, like, this is the first time where, like, I've been like, well, if I just keep doing this, it'll end up somewhere. And so that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, we're not going to stop. And, you know, and really, that was the first, I joined the band because I saw, like, I met them and I saw how serious they were. And I was like, okay, I want to be a part of this. Thank you. Can, um, I love you. Is there anywhere, because I know um, uh, your social media was already mentioned, but is there anywhere on that social media where people can find recordings or anything? Um, we do have we do have recordings. Um, they they are on our Facebook or on my Facebook. Uh, I mean Joshua Lustre, L-U-S-T-R-E. You can look it up or Ty Hamby or Brian or I mean I don't know if they want if anybody else wants people you know on their Facebook, but you you can feel free to friend me. You know, but we're uh, we're still trying to figure out the social media thing. Yeah, and, we should do more than just and, Facebook uh, for sure. We're we're actually like <laughs> we're our and it's actually really badass. We have like a tech guy now. His name's Michael. Michael. He's, at, he's, he's at his uh, he's at his day job right now, so unfortunately he couldn't make it. But he's he's helped us out a lot because I mean this is a dude. This dude builds uh, guitar pedals for fun. And That's when, wicked. Yeah, I know. And, and, and he showed me. How, and, and I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. Like, that's that was so bizarre to me. But he's, uh, we're in the middle of recording stuff and, and flushing stuff out. We're doing it DIY, you know. Hey, I think I think that's a, a good way to do things. Um, and uh, 
There is a music video that we're talking about. Yeah, man. Um, we're we're going to put out an album or an EP. We're we're still talking about that. We have enough songs to put on an album, but we're we're figuring out what we want to do. And honestly, like we're making we're making plans. As soon as this coronavirus BS ends, we're we're just gonna hit it hard. Amen. And and we're really, I mean you. If you guys just follow us, eventually you'll you'll see a lot more from us, and, and you'll have a chance to really enjoy. We're gonna be playing on being on every social media, and streaming like Spotify and YouTube and all that. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, again, this is this is uh, the Street Cats. Make sure you follow them um, and everything. And I unless you want to, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're so great, Ashley. You're so great. It's all good. Um, you know, that's the joy of doing like uh, online or like on the spot interviews because like it's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I got distracted. Um, so anyhow, um, so the joy of being in um, doing interviews is sometimes there's a lot of fuckery or there's a lot of fuck ups and you know you mess up or whatever, and it's all good because you just you just learn how to focus more or whatever. But anyhow, moving forward, um, I just thank you so much for the interview. Um, Absolutely. Keep, keep yeah, it thank up. You for You're welcome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. And um, this is Rock On with Amanda Don. Amanda Don and and. Ashley Alexandria. Thank you. Rock on. Rock on.